Hey everyone, welcome to the Watercolor Podcast episode 31. My name is Marley Silverbrand, and today I'm joined by a really special guest. Like I've been following on YouTube for God, for God knows how long. I think back when YouTube was 4x3. It's uh, Storm Dane from Storm, Storm Dane Productions. How are you doing today? Hey, yes. Back when it was 4.3. Back when it was 4.3 and I was trying to do uh, widescreen and HD. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I remember like YouTube when they transitioned from 4.3 to 16.9. I remember just the learning curve on that was just like absolutely insane. And just sometimes the uploader would break and the uploader still breaks from time to time, too. But <laughs> YouTube has come a long ways. And so have you, uh, Storm. It was such a nice surprise like a couple of days ago when I just seen like Storm just posted on on YouTube with Super Mario Odyssey. I'm like, what? Uh. Yeah, uh, I, I have. There, there were times where I, I believe everybody sort of fell off when it was taking, uh, you know, six months to a year to make a video when really it doesn't doesn't take that long. But uh, I, I'd I'd say if, if we can, ju- I just fire into a, a thought that I, I haven't really I, I analyzed things uh, like how did I kickstart my way into doing this uh, a little more frequently again it was um when i took an entire year to make that oddities and treasures um video it was a 55 minute video in the end but uh i i, I thought it was great it was awesome and then when i finally had finished that i was like oh i can i can do this doom video that i had i wrote three years ago and then that was there was a just a prank video and that turned out to be the second longest video i'd ever made and then I was like, oh, wow, that, that didn't take very long at all to, to do. And so then then I made the real Doom video. And then right after that, I was like, all right, I got the, all these Call of Duty games that I got to get through. And I did that one of the Call of Duty games in uh, a three weeks. And I'm like, oh, wait, wait, if I actually tried and concentrated and really got engaged myself to get these scripts done, this can be done a lot quicker. So, um, yeah. I fell off the face of the earth to many people, but no, nah, I'm still still around, still kicking around some videos. Right. Uh, I think uh, what what made me discover you like again was just because 2020 is has was just a brutal year with like a pandemic and all, and we're just trapped inside. And I was mm-hmm. like, kind of forced inside to be at my computer screen and just see like all my subscriptions just pop up. So I, I was forced to see see your videos there. Uh, but speaking of that, like, like 2020 and a global pandemic, like, how are you holding up? Like, how's your sanity holding up with like everything going on? That is a fair question, but I guess it's it's not much of an interesting answer as in that there's been personally, there's been little affected by this. Now, I will uh, will say that um, my mother in law, she did catch covid and uh, she she's fine. She she's over it now. She's past the uh, the incubation stage and she's feeling a lot better. Um, but beyond that, um, the the there, there is the, the thought that like, oh, I started doing videos again because I'm trapped inside. Oh, no, actually, um, my my job is at a, uh, a place where we make medical instruments, particularly uh, liquid handling. And uh, I can't say to any any specific um, um, people that we've that have bought for our, our instruments, but we do make instruments that can help with vaccine development uh and uh detection of uh, antibodies so uh we make the tools that that help in, in this uh, pandemic and, and at the beginning of things when there's a ventilator store a ventilator shortage um we actually uh picked up a production uh, of ventilators so really uh, our, my job just got a lot busier uh so that, yeah. that's that's the personal uninteresting side of things of like my job but yeah, th- things have been we've been skipping along and no interruption of uh, paychecks. You're the definition of an essential worker. So thank you for thank you. Thank you for your service. So <laughs> I, I was talking with a, a friend of mine who, um, who he's now in, in Las Vegas um, and he uh, he's still in, you know, slot machine um, uh, development. And um, of course, he, he had to his um company had to you know slow down things and um uh send workers home i don't remember which uh vendor he works for but um when i was talking about like yeah you know i talked with this guy who interacts with the cdc and um it was a text message you know uh thing going back and forth and he said that's why i can't uh have your job uh <laughs> because your job actually affects people right 
It's a it's especially especially now in 2020. But uh, if I remember correctly, did, like you did like uh, program for slot machines, right? Oh yeah, I mean we can go over that. Well, I I'd love just giving history lessons about myself. It, it, <laughs> it, it all eventually gets rolled into the into the Stormdane mythos, as uh, my 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 you know shrinking fan base has called it. Um, but yeah, uh, when I graduated from a college, I got hired. I was I was in Klamath Falls, Oregon, at the Oregon Institute of Technology. And when I graduated, I got hired directly into a company called IGT, International Game Technology, and we were the programming and manufacturer, or manufacturer of slot machines. And um, when I got hired, it was it was like probably at the the peak of things, right as we were sliding into that wonderful Great Recession. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. So uh, that's that's why I moved to Reno to work there. Mm-hmm. You, you mentioned you went to school to Oregon Institute of Technology. Yes. Uh, I remember some of your first early videos of it was the videos you made for ah, uh, okay. the, the production class, which I absolutely just like adored. I, I know <laughs> you probably go just tell it. I think you tell your subscribers like all the time, just go, don't go back and look at my early videos, especially those. But uh, what, what was it like kind of like making videos for like, for like that class because i've done video production classes and like there you meet some pretty interesting people (laughs) oh yeah so this was it wasn't uh wasn't really a class it was more of a club but saying it was a club makes it sound a little more casual it was it was a a self-proclaimed video production uh student organization and uh yeah so what that was it was organ technical broadcasting we called it otb and one of our main functions was it was just a, a fun thing to do uh, is to make skit uh, sketch comedy uh, shows and then like uh, show them in the auditorium and and uh, you know offer free candy and soda to to come by and that was of course an extension of what I had did in high school which was um uh, I I oh man it, it goes all the way back to making music videos in high school and once I graduated high school I was like oh well I, I have a camera is anybody else interested too and I find out OTV uh, is at college and so. That began as a as a fun thing, but then when you're trying to uh, make uh, two two half hour episodes every uh, semester, and it, it's the week of the show, and you're just like, we have no content. Let's just just try to film some things. But yeah, we we pulled it off, and in the end, it was fun. Um, I'm not sure what I forget where the question was. Was what was it like doing that? It it, it was um it was definitely further hazing. I'll call it because. I, I was glad that I, when I joined the organization that, you know, I, I had all this hazing in high school where like I could look back at that stuff like, oh, that was terrible. I don't have to look at that anymore. I've, I've learned from it. And then um, when I graduated college and I <laughs> look back at OTB, I'm just like, oh, I'm glad I did that hazing. I don't have to, I learned a lot of stuff. I'm not to do that right. anymore. <laughs> now, of course, video, uh, the, the reviews that I would do on YouTube, they're a lot simpler than a sketch comedy um, uh, in that, okay, well, we have a d- bunch of different shots we have to go put, put together. Usually, it's just me staring at a camera, say blah 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 blah, and then voice over the rest of it. Yeah, I will just have to say, like you're you're the original guy that sits on a couch and talks about video games. Like, like yeah. well, how does it feel? How does it feel to be the OG of of that genre? <laughs> I I uh, I like I like thinking about that. Like uh, I uh, I'm the godfather of this stuff, but. Um, I'd like to have that uh, subscriber base that everybody else seems to have. <laughs> <laughs> right. I, we I we laugh all, through the tears. Yeah, um, I think we all do. So, uh, I, I had a second. Oh, yes. Um, uh, w- you were on the live stream I was doing yesterday. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, live boredom. F- yeah, yes, live boredom. That's that's another thing that I do. <laughs> I call it live boredom because I have no claims of making anything live interesting. Uh, but I was playing Goldeneye, and the subject of guns came up. And then I, I were you around when I described the skit uh, of me as a? Oh God, I'm going to say it again. I was acting as Gordon Freeman, and I was using a crowbar and everything. I think I vaguely remember that. I was kind of okay. in and out of that that stream. So that's yeah. kind of how I kind of jump in streams. I just kind of like tab out and just kind of listen, and then oh yeah, no problem. Do other things. So I'm like uh, that that kind it, it, that. I liken that conversation that I had on the live stream to uh, to what we're talking about right now is like I did that skit in college and it's always 
I have found it is always a lot funnier when you describe a skit to somebody rather than saying like, hey, let me go to go show you this. Uh, and when I describe the skit of me as, as uh, Gordon Freeman and the big twist of trying to fire uh, a gun into a board to get a nail out, you know, like, eh, that sounds kind of funny. And I'm just like, no, guys, it wasn't. It wasn't funny. If I showed it to you, you'd be like, oh, this is crap. So right. it's always a lot funnier. Yale has uh, joined my side. What do you need, Yale? You're cold. We'll go get some blankets from uh, from uh, the bedroom. The mama's singers playing her song, and I don't want to hear it. <laughs> I don't know how much of that you heard. Yeah, uh, I heard. I heard a lot of it. it that, that's just great. Father Storm. Father oh, Storm. Yeah, uh, the only reason why she didn't interrupt the stream last night is because she wasn't in the house. So yeah. Um, uh, that's that's the solution. Or pull the blanket off the couch that the 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 dog. Yeah, the dog blanket. But that does smell like pee. <laughs> All right, Yale. I just gave you your option, so go with it. <laughs> yeah, uh, she is seven. Oh, that's that's another element she that people. She's adorable. Can oh. I just say that? <laughs> well, thank you. Yeah, yeah. I made that. Uh, she um, uh, when people discover me again and quickly drop off again it's just like well, you, geez, you have a kid well, this happened yeah and uh i i'll say this as a thing with my videos she she does appear in them but only when it comes to serve as a joke i i don't want to bring her in as like hey ain't she cute ain't she talented no she's not talented she has no camera presence and she's not the smartest kid around so uh, i ain't gonna be bragging about her well, at least not yet. Oh, she, she's got sure. those jeans. She's got those Storm Dane jeans. So eventually she'll grow into them. So, yeah, she yeah. I find that she impersonates me a lot, which is which is really funny. So like, all right, if, if she can formulate a constant nine minute thought about a, a video game, then I think we'll be putting her into putting her into full production. Right. Or if she gets a future version of herself. Yeah. Yes. Or pro which is probably one of your favorite. My favorite bits that you have done it's just future storm just it, it's such a simple bit but it, it was going on for so long i i freaking i freaking love that bit that you do yeah and <laughs> and i i brought him back in uh one of the videos as in like you know uh how's explanation how to get back here who knows who, why is there even a reason and so i do future storm now without without any end goal as in like is he gonna go back to the original timeline Nah, why not? Why not? Uh, just have him around still, and so, and so there he appears in some videos. Um, uh, if, again, if it serves the purpose of a joke, but then I say I right, he's going to handle all the Call of Duty games, and <laughs> right, who knows where that's going to go? <laughs> yeah, he's he's a big Call of Duty fan, so <laughs> yeah, exactly. And uh, I guess I don't know. I wanted to say something else about Yale about how I I essentially broke her. By showing her, you know, two versions of me as in she was trying to look like, where's the other one? You know, looking around the house, where did he go? And um, <laughs> the there's a the 55 minute skit where I, I, I you know, bring back Brenda and then uh, her, Brenda has a son named Brandon and then Dusty, who has only been mentioned before, actually appears. And I have to do a split screen of that. I I made one set of eyes to paste onto the broom for Brenda and then when it came time to to bring Brandon on camera, I was like, I just use the same eyes. And so then Yo was wondering, like, well, wait a minute, there's, I only see one set of eyes here. I'm like, oh, this is split screen technology. Isn't it great? So there's a little bit of knowledge for you. Brandon and Brenda have the same eyes. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's really great. Brenda, for anyone that doesn't that, that doesn't know what we're talking about oh, right, right now, is, yeah. is the is I would say I, I would say he was your former lover. or the. <laughs> Uh, the, uh, uh, that was a broom, <laughs> was it? <laughs> well, uh, Brenda is a is a is a broom, and right when when you don't have uh, okay, but yeah, Brenda was just somebody that was was a uh, kind of a personal response to, uh, to something, but Brenda is a broom that appeared in a few videos, and it's just it's just me laying on the ground going. Hey Storm, you're the coolest guy ever. And you know, that's 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 the voice. And I have to split screen myself because I'm the person controlling the broom talking mm -hmm. to me. Right. Um <laughs> I don't I don't know how much of inside behind the scenes you want to get on this stuff, but um Brenda was 
was uh, me saying, like, hey, I want somebody to to interact with on this birthday as and I can't give gifts to myself. Uh, so I, I thought about like, OK, well, uh, who well, who, who do I work with that I bring, bring on? Like, I don't want to bother them. And then uh, my girlfriend at the time, Michelle, she actually um, had uh, uh, took a trip back to California and actually missed my birthday. Uh, so <laughs> and, and hey, this long time ago stuff there's i don't hold any hate it's just it's just history now um and so that was my thinking like okay a broom why not a broom i'll, I'll talk to a freaking broom i thought about that in my cubicle that day and like all right and then, then brenda was born that's great <laughs> she gave me uh what was it obscure the aftermath yeah and then i was like yeah this is great and i haven't even opened up that game in, in real life it just sits over there but it got a lot of uh it got a lot of re- well, I'm not to say got a lot of recognition, but I think of the uh, uh, WeTV uh, people, uh, it was well known because it had a vagina monster. I, I, I guess <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't even remember remember that game. And I was a pretty uh, I was pretty active, like on the forums of We.TV, which is basically how I discovered you originally. Yeah. But yeah, that was such a great website. Like, oh, yeah, it, it, I, we can transition to that real fast. I just wanted to add one more thing. Uh, Obscure the Aftermath. Uh, that My wife actually recognized the game in that it was like, whoa, it had a sequel. And I was like, whoa, it, it, that, that's a sequel to something? And she's like, yeah, it's a sequel to the game Obscure. And it's like on PlayStation 2. And like, oh, OK. Then I immediately dropped the subject because I didn't want to open up the unopened game there. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> uh, so that's some more history but uh we tv yeah uh you were you joined the forum is that how you uh i guess first came across me i I wanted to transition back into that thought oh i just uh like i i just, just subscribed to the youtube channel and i re- found out that they had forums like that was back in the day when youtube still had like legit profiles and you could like add you can add forum forum pages and stuff like that so it's pretty active on there and then i seen your videos i think it was was it was it boom blocks i think it was boom blocks was it it your boom blocks video i'm not sure but yeah i was just like this guy making really good content right here i'm like when youtube first came out like no one was really doing like like video game stuff it was more like like home video and just like they're still trying to figure out like the medium and yeah, like and it, it was a lot of people uploading Naruto and Family Guy clips. That's what I yeah, remember. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so when you would see, like, uh, when I would pop, uh, come across like like good production quality, like, and just kind of like really uh, planned out like videos with like lower thirds, I was like, oh, We TV has has really good videos. So it's like, and then the Storm guy is really good. and He's really funny. And then. Uh, and then it was all history from there. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I, I know I've told this story a few other times. The way that I, I got involved with that, uh, the website was it, it like it's a, it was a long protracted history. And then I was like, I was checking IGN and, and GameSpot for any news about the, the Wii. And then uh, after was after we was launched, there was a website. I forgot how this, I forgot how it got to this website, but it was called uh, wehaveaproblem.com. And it was uh, nothing but stories about uh, people breaking things by their Wii remotes flinging off their hands. Mm-hmm. And then that website linked a video from the the website Wii.tv. Uh, it was an April Fool's prank that was called uh, Link to the Future. And and it was uh, Ray Gutierrez and, and Billy the Kid uh, putting commentary on a uh, on fake production uh, of, of Link to the Future. Uh, the next Zelda game will be futuristic. And all it really was, they they entered, as I learned from them, they just entered Link to the Future into the Google search and just pulled any images down there and then and made a commentary and then make a fake uh, things that they had read about Link to the Future. And I was like, oh, cool. And then eventually the guys who were originally on We.TV, they they um, kind of split away into their own thing. And um, they were uh, before Ray had uh, left, he was accepting, you know, like fan submission of, of reviews. and. I feel bad that I can't constantly point to Darrow. Darrow was one who made a uh, review for Resident Evil 4 Wii Edition. And then my thought was, I, I wonder if I could do better than that. And then so then then I was like, all right, I have this game that I bought a few months ago, Mario Party 8. And let's just I, I just BS my way through it. Here's how we make a review. I don't know how, what part of the game story record. I just sort of 
started doing something, whatever made sense, I, I made part of the review. And those are the days when people would comment uh, that I have the amazing ability to talk for nine minutes and not really say anything. So, all right, cool. <laughs> right. I don't, like, is that a compliment? It's like, <laughs> it's, I don't know. Like, if yeah, I they, somebody... they, they seem to enjoy the video. So, like, uh, cool. <laughs> right. Uh, but yeah, uh, I, I just, we.tv was just such a, like a, it came out at such an important time. And like, especially since, as you can tell, if you haven't already noticed, Storm and I are like kind of, I wouldn't call us fanboys of Nintendo because that's kind of like a, that's kind of like a bad term. I'd but, call myself that. But, but <laughs> you call yourself that? Oh, yeah. 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 But uh, I didn't want to interrupt your thought there. Well, it was, it was so, the Wii was such a weird time for like Nintendo. And, and now it, it feels like Nintendo is kind of like the, all, like all the other companies. Like, like Wii.tv kind of brought like, it was kind of quirky, just like Nintendo, like like back in the day. And now Nintendo right. is kind of fitting, trying to fit in with like the big old boys. But uh, my my thought is, um, um, you know, they they uh, the GameCube was I, I love the GameCube, uh, but the GameCube didn't perform to the 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 level of um, of the other consoles and mostly just because of perception. Um, but uh the Wii was the beginning of Nintendo trying to take a backseat to like, all right, let's let's not compete with graphics, and uh, and that became so evident with the the, the Wii. Um, but let's let's try to let's try to do other things, and you, you still get your amazing Mario's and Zeldas, and, and so <laughs> that's how they persisted. The Wii U, bad idea, bad naming, and then all right, the Switch. Let's just I I, I agreed with like I saw where it was going before you is even announced the 3ds was you know, out of production i was like all right just consolidate handheld and home console you're not trying to squeak out the the best graphics so it just makes sense to put those two together and thank you i i, I was sick of watching uh nintendo news and uh, and then reporting on the handheld titles like I, i'm not buying any of that stuff I'm, come on you super mario galaxy 3 <laughs> right. that that sort of stuff yeah exactly yeah i i just nintendo is just like they've had like such a weird path and I like where they're at right now because I love my switch and I like the games that they're putting out and like to piggyback on like what you said, like what Wii U is a bad idea. Like I still love my Wii U. Like Wii U was had so many great games and yes, the name was the bad ideas. I I, I guess I should clarify there. The the name was a bad idea. So nobody knew that it was the next con the next console. And of course I got it launch day and I had plenty, got plenty of games for it. And yes, I, I I like the Wii U also. Yeah, it was. Uh, it, I guess like she's back. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, Yale has entered the the uh, arena again. Tell me uh, what mistake <laughs> you made. Oh yeah, I I I got to be a, a little bit harsh. Um, you know, I am the dad. I had to lay down the law. I'm I'm freaking Moses over here. I I I tell what tell you what happens. <laughs> like, I created you. I brought in. I brought you into this world. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, I brought you into this world. I can take you out. It doesn't matter to me. I'll make another one that looks just like you. <laughs> this podcast got super dark just right there. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um. But uh, what was I gonna say? Um. Yeah, there are so many great games on, on Wii U and. I think that the one th- good thing about the Switch is that all those games got released on the Switch, so more people got to play those great games. Oh, yeah. And, and just uh, a week from this uh, recording, Super Mario 3D World is com- with Bowser's Fury is coming out on Switch, and I'm like, okay, cool. Uh, so stellar 3D Mario title of that generation, bringing it forward here. And so uh, I'm excited to to get into that one. I, I do have some dark memories of that uh, that game. It's it just, I, I don't know. I can't recall it exactly. Maybe it was more just what was happening in my life at that time. But um, I, I give you a little preview of uh, maybe a, a joke that will appear in a video. Is like I, I beat the entire game with only Peach because she was the only one that I had confidence I could beat the last level champion. Is it either champion or championship road? And I, I don't exactly remember doing that it i just sort of like through um anger and rage just playing it constantly over and over let's get peach the end when do i was finally at the end like what happened did this really happen i i I beat it with her and then i said f this game it's too hard yeah right um because the other option was the other ones uh, the other characters oh sorry 
Oh, I was just saying that the the, the uh, I, I beat it with with Pete, and then the other you to get the other stamps, you could play as the other characters, and I was just like, no, 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 thank you. Yeah, I don't remember much about it, so I'm excited to like revisit it, and it, like I just remember it looking just amazing, and uh, it, like it kind of transitioned to like your current video, the Super Mario Odyssey. I, I feel like mm-hmm. I like Super Mario 3D World like more than odyssey because odyssey just it feels like it breaks like the mario mold a little bit too much like i understand like they're trying to switch things up and and, well no pun intended switch things up (laughs) but but, uh uh i don't know like like i beat odyssey but like when i beat it i was just like like this is epic like i'm fighting i'm fighting bowser and i'm like i'm stopping like the the wedding between peach and like I don't know how that worked out. Like I think you mentioned it in your video, but it's like, like yeah, I don't know what Bowser he stands is like, to gain. <laughs> Bowser's like seven feet tall. I'm like, like he probably would destroy freaking Peach. But, but, but or yeah, something I didn't even think of. Maybe he did want to make Peach a mama. Ah 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 ah. Oh my god, <laughs> Mario, more sunshine. Right. I'm your mama. Ugh. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but I don't know, like. Watching your video, I think we kind of had like it was pretty like similar like like thoughts on it, especially like when you brought up like that you can just buy moons. Yeah, that's such an odd thing. It's like really, I I love the 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 video capture that you got of you just buying all the moons, and it just (laughs) fills up all your screen. It doesn't like the screen just won't load anymore. It's just like I was looking at that. I was like, this is a gag. I don't even have to write. It's right. It it does it. Right. And, uh, oh, geez. Yeah. And I also like how I said, well, the uh, the moon count caps at uh, 999. And I show Cappy at that point. I'm like, ah, these jokes write themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, now, it, I, th- I think it'll be interesting to revisit um, uh, Super Mario 3D World, because, like I said, I, I, I have um, hateful memories of it. But uh, a lot of people that I have, I've talked to about it personally um, that I know have played it on, on uh, Wii U is like, Oh man, it was great. I mean, was it, wasn't that such a good thing uh, that they, that, that they uh, uh, took what they had started in 3d land on the 3ds, then brought up to console. And it was super long. There was a lot of levels into it. Uh, I, one thing I do recall is like after beating what I thought would be the last world, it was like, uh, uh, here's another one. They go off to this world. Okay. Uh, you beat that one. Oh, here's another one. You just keep on rolling out more content. So yeah, I, um, at this, at this current state, I liked Odyssey more, but it did, it, it really did break away from what you had uh, done previously in Super Mario, which was like, all right, you, you got a star, boot this person out. All right, jump back in for the next star. This thing was just run around, get everything. And, and, but the requirements was like, all right, any, anything doesn't carry over into the next one. It just, it was weird. Uh, and, uh, I did do a, a quite a few playthroughs of just getting minimal minimal uh, moons, and I was like, "Wow, this does feel kind of short." But hey, it, that that that's that's your prerogative. If you want to make it longer, there's plenty of other moons to find. Unless you break the game by playing, you know, Luigi's Balloon Game, and then you get a bunch of coins and buy all your moons. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah, I, I think that came out like it was like DLC. It was like a free update, like after. Oh yeah, yeah. That that was my thing. Is like I remember, like when Luigi showed up. It's like, wasn't this like I remember, like a Nintendo Direct saying we're uh, adding a free update to Super Mario Odyssey. But then to me, it was just like it was like this when I got here. So whatever, it doesn't matter to me. <laughs> it's almost like Luigi always just gets like the shaft, like the at, like every at every point possible. Like, right. Like, I, I, they're I, like, oh yeah, we forgot about Luigi, so let's just throw him in there with some balloons and like you you <laughs> chase him around and stuff like that. And Mario, you're the star of the show. So I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I I remember Super Mario sixty four uh, when it came out. I I would play it at Walmart. Uh, you know when they had it stand available. Uh, and oh, those sticks got broken real fast, but. I, I thought to myself, like, wasn't Luigi part of was it? I, I kind of remember there was this Luigi brother who was part of it. And this, I'm not trying to punch up and make this sound funny. This is legitimately what I was thinking in elementary. Like, I thought there was Luigi. Maybe they just don't. Maybe they don't do Luigi anymore because I thought wasn't there going to be a two player to this? Uh, so, uh, right. and it's it's fun recalling the theories of where to get 
Luigi in Super Mario uh, 64. And then uh, then uh, other hoaxes where it was just like, oh, you can hack the game and put him in. So why try? One of the theories I remember was like in the courtyard behind the castle, there is there is some blurry texture that uh, people have extrapolated to mean like these are the instructions to go get Luigi. And it never panned out. And I think Nintendo said, yeah, he's not in the game. So stop trying. Right. It's it's Nintendo just just uh, trying their hardest. Like, don't go off this beaten path. Like, they never want their fans to like find like hidden. They want them to find like hidden treasures, but like it's not canon. Like, it's not part of the timeline. It's like right. Uh, like, you bring up timeline. I remember the theories about uh, uh, the Zelda timeline, and I believe interviews with Shigeru Miyamoto was like, well, there is no timeline. I mean, some things obviously follow others. Like, you know. Uh, Wind Waker did follow Ocarina of Time because that's the, what explained. And so there is no timeline. And then, you know, a Skyward Sword comes out. Oh, there, here's the timeline, guys. It splits into three. Oh, okay, cool. Okay. <laughs> I, yeah. I was glad that was put together because uh, I was like, oh, well, <laughs> they gave yeah. in. I, yeah, it's like almost Nintendo. It's just like there's been so many like Zelda games that to come out. Like we got to like create some sort of path so those youtube channels can just shut up about it so it's like <laughs> and, yeah. and then hyrule warriors comes out and it, that's its own timeline <laughs> I, I have i haven't even touched that yet like i i have friends that have touched it but i don't like dynasty warriors so uh-huh. I, I i find that it would be really hard for me to like start so but i love breath of the wild and i love like all those characters and the design of it yeah, I I never played Dynasty Warriors uh, before, but I jumped into Hyrule Warriors, and it seems like something I'd like. But it is just odd when you're when you're out slaying Gorons, and then uh, Daruno says like, "Oh yeah, I didn't know what I was doing. Sorry." And I was like, "What? <laughs> <It's> just, <laughs> that is just odd." That's that seems out of place, but but yeah, but going back to like Breath of the Wild, like sure, sure, and, and like. And also kind of tying into what we talked about before of like uh, a link to the future, like Breath of the <laughs> yeah. Wild basically answers like, like, like all, like all of that, like it basically like brings it to fruition, which is kind of cool. Like, could you explain uh, what you mean by that a little bit further? I'm not sure if I, uh, I understand what that tie in is like a link, like a link to the future, like mm-hmm. not everything from that video, like is, is in Breath of the Wild, but like, just like oh, the, the oh, bombs okay. and stuff like that, like the the self detonating bombs and just like, I guess, just like the the tablet he carries around too. It's just like it's it's more of a modern, a modern uh, Zelda game in like kind of every way, like it's okay. modern for like, game design and it's modern modern for like it's a jump forward like in time and stuff like that. Yeah, that 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 prank video I I remembered existed. I just forgot everything that it said. But yeah, it. it in that uh, in that Nintendo was trying to go back to the original design of like, well, you could uh, that's how that was uh, brought to us like Breath of the Wild. It's going to be like the first game where you could just go in any direction and there's no there's no right way to uh, do things. Um, and, and then then it turns out to be like their their original design was what so many modern games were like Witcher and Skyrim. Um, not that I can comment on those a whole lot, but yeah, it's like, hey, it's open world. Just go at it, guys. Right. Uh, like I still, I still haven't beaten it yet, just because. Oh. Like, like I got all the way up to the the final. Like it's it's basically just saying, like I defeated like all the divine beasts mm-hmm. and did everything, and like I could go to Ganon like right now, but I just don't want it to end, just because I like I'm enjoying just like exploring the world and like trying to get all those damn Korok seeds. Oh, jeez, 900 of them. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm going to be I'm gonna be at this game forever. It's just like I could let it I could have it end like any time. It's just like it's such like a good experience. It's like I like I, I want to keep this like experience like like a part of my life. It's, OK, yeah, I, I, I see what you're saying there. Um, And I, I got uh, the player's guide. And maybe this will this will be a kind of a funny story, but I got, I had the player's guide and my thing was like, all right, of, of course, I'm going to get all the divine beast um, and come to find out that 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 really does help at the end of the uh, um, the game. 
And my my big thing was like I wanted to get all the shrines because all the shrines were just little you know, mini temples and the, the temples of Zelda games I really do enjoy. So mm-hmm. it's like 120 or something like that. Maybe I'm just thinking about Mario games. 120 stars. Um, I think there's 120. I, okay, yeah. So I had the I had the player's guide out and I was um, lunchtime at work and I uh, actually had the Switch with me. Of course, it's portable and you do your thing. And Somebody I, I had talked to, uh, you know, quite a bit, not in my department, but she had came over and was just asking what I was doing, like, as in, why did I have a game and a book out at the same time? She's in her 50s, so gaming's kind of lost on her. She doesn't, and she just never got into that. And I say, oh, this is a player's guide. And so I'm looking at it so I can see where all the temples are. And she's, she just was so confused, like, so you're reading a book about how to play a game that you are playing? How does that even work? And I'm like, okay, there's an explanation here, but it's going to be totally lost on her. A player's guide. I, I had to step back like, wow, this does look weird. I'm looking in a book to tell me how to enjoy a game. <laughs> and I could see how that could be weird for her. But yes. like when it when you kind of like boil it down to like kind of just like bare facts, like it's no different than like like when new like when she opens like a new piece of technology, she reads the directions. Oh, yes. <laughs> so it's like. It's like I, I don't I don't see that as weird, but so I, I, yeah. I, understand, I, I understand a point. Of it, I love physical players' guides, and I'm just sad that it, it was going to happen. Of course, not that I, I can say like yeah, it was terrible that everything's moves on to online. But I I I really like my uh, paper players' guides, and now it's kind of a, a thing to collect them. Not that I'm going to collect them all, but when I w- played. Uh, a metroid prime 2 uh for a live stream a long time ago it was just like yeah let's just get the player's guide for that and then i can make sure that i can get everything in the game because sure the hell wasn't gonna get everything in the game without it <laughs> right exactly i i always found them like super super useful and like what i appreciate about nintendo is that nintendo i don't think it's very true with the switch anymore but uh like with the wii u they had full color like like manuals like oh inside, yeah, the manuals like, that in, came with the the disc, basically. Yeah, mm-hmm. like I don't really know if that's true for the Switch, just because like I buy everything digital on the Switch now. Oh uh, uh, yeah, is but they they still put in a lot of effort on like the the PDFs, like on like the manuals that you can pull up, like on the on the on the Switch menu. Uh, yeah, well, I remember a, a game that I w- went to the 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 digital uh, instruction booklet. And I was just like. Thank you that this is even here. I mean, I'm looking at a, a, a Switch game right now as I open it up. It's it's a Super Mario U Deluxe. And yeah, they, there's still a lot of detail in that they, they put on the back of the cover. But then it was just like instruction manual. Well, maybe you have other means to find it. Because yeah, instruction manuals, that those had to go. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. Like speaking of the Super Mario U Deluxe, like like you said you had really bad a bad experience with like Mario 3D World. Like those 2D Mario games, the new Super Mario Brothers, like I yes, I'm really new. glad they stopped making those. Just because they're so aggravating like playing with four players and like I think you expressed this in a video too. Oh. Yes, where, I had a video about that and uh, I'll I'll tell you what the solution was. Stop playing with other people. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, true. <laughs> I, I play those alone. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's like the case with every video game that I play. Like, it's hard. It's hard for me to like, like get together with friends and like play a video game with just because my friends take are so like, I'm so different when I play video games now because like, I'm mm-hmm. so busy and just like, like I'm, lo- I'm looking for like a switch experience where I can just kind of pick up and play for like an hour and then just kind of, and, and then put it down. But like my, my friends now they're just like, Oh no! I gotta play Destiny. I gotta put in forty hours of this. I'm just like, don't you have like job? Don't don't, don't you have anything else to do? It's like I, I don't know. It's like like back in the day, like that would totally be me. But yeah, like, when you were uh, when you said that you were glad that they stopped making the game uh, these the the new uh, Mario games, I, I was gonna be like, hey. But I think we can agree on something there, in that you know when when the 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 big draw or the advertising uh the, the, i guess the 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 selling point of the game was like hey it's four player mario you, you know you'll love it and um and i was i was really happy that we got one on the, uh on the wii u and then what was it new luigi yeah U. yeah i i enjoyed both of those games but it you know 
stop it with the four player stuff. So I I, I don't know. I, I guess they, they're they're probably done with new Super Mario Brothers, and uh, hopefully Luigi can be shoved into something else. <laughs> right, uh, like Super Luigi Galaxy. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, so your your friends. I, I I don't know if you wanted to deflect a point here, but your friends talk about you know they got to put forty hours into Destiny, and it's just like I um I take Yale to Poison. Girls Club uh, every morning and pick her up at night um, for for school because my work schedule does not mesh with school very well. And uh, in the Boys and Girls Club, there's I, can, I mean I can't go explore the place anymore because of COVID. Uh, but um, I can see through one of the windows that there's the teen center, which it sounds very much like what a teen would do. You walk into the Boys and Girls Club, find the nearest room, and play a video game. They they have uh, I believe you know PS4 and uh, and Xbox. But when I, I look in through the window, I see they're just playing Apex Legends. And I'm just like, guys, do you have these modern consoles? There's much better games than this. I'm a freaking doom even. But I'm I don't I would never say that to a teenager because I can't relate to them. And for me to say doom to them, I'd be like, what? But doom ends. I, I know there'd be some kind of argument against what I would consider better games than just these infinite gameplay multiplayer games. So that, there's me being an old codger. Right. Which kind of brings in to something that I would like to bring up is that like your your daughter has kind of made an appearance on this podcast two times, at least. Uh, yeah, like, uh, like I you, can expect more. You've grown up with like video games. And I, I believe you said like in like some of your videos that like your parents weren't they didn't like support your video game habits. I think you said that in a video like once before. Like, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, th- like, I think what I was showing all my consoles, but I go, mm-hmm. go ahead. Like, how are you introducing like her to like video games? Because like, obviously, we both love video games, and like, you love them very much. It's like, yeah, like this is how you try to this, It is kind of a like, complicated subject that, that I. <laughs> yeah, so um, I, I guess I, I've thought about this by myself, and uh, I can explain it. So, like my my parents, in that they didn't support a video game, is it wasn't that they said, you know, you can't play video games. It was never that kind of restriction. It was just like it's my money and so i can buy whatever i want but you know not to get too sad um when i had uh you know summer jobs half of my paycheck went to my parents as in like well this is grocery money so hey um so it was never a thought of like you can't do it and i was i was straight a student so it wasn't like video games were a problem to, for, for me i've i've had conflicting thoughts about you know yale and video games and that like i know for a fact that it was Doom that got me interested in you know computer programming. We'll call it simply that, because uh, uh, when I played it, I was just like, "Well, I understand that there's probably some people behind this game." I had the shareware, so I didn't see the cast or anything like that. And I was just like, "Okay, I think there's there's got to be a process of this, and it's probably done on a computer." So elementary me was just like, "This is what I want to do. I want I want to be a programmer." And so I understand, and and with many people that I, I have worked with, I talk about like you know, what what was what what was that spark that got you into this? And you know, people talk about you know sometimes it's video games, and sometimes it was you know very rudimentary, um, you know, way before Pixar, uh, like three D three um, D generated graphics. It, it comes from many different directions, but for me, it was video games, and I always grew up with this idea that video games are are good; they'll get you interested in this stuff. As I've aged and i've been able to i've been able to observe a few more things um when i was in college world of warcraft was a big thing and thank god i did not have internet access because um i was like oh i guess i have to bow out i can't play this i can't play uh, world world of warcraft i'll just play you know metroid prime or something like that instead by the time i had uh become a senior in college i just started to look around and like man i lost a lot of friends here and that's i attribute that to natural attrition uh to not everybody's going to graduate college and that sucks for them i wasn't i didn't quite observe that world of warcraft took out a lot of people <laughs> instead yeah. of doing homework yeah let's 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 uh let's you know do just go do a raid and even further into that i was just like video games are a distraction and i guess i was lucky that i was able to you know enjoy them and continue to enjoy them but understand that that academia and and actually sticking to other things like a, a job are, are are good. So to get to your answer, to answer your question about 
you know, Yale and being introduced to video games. Very early on, I would a handheld with, a, you know, a Mario game because like, heck, that's how I grew up playing, playing Mario. And it's very difficult for her. And I try to explain like all the moves that Mario can do. And it's I guess it's because kids have more options. I, I we provided the options of like, you know, Netflix on a 65 inch television. Why not? That she, she doesn't she's not really gravitating towards it as much as I did when it was just like, well, what are we going to do? My homework is done. Let's play Nintendo. And and with that, I, I was trying to make this a well-rounded thought. Yale doesn't seem to be interested in video games as much as I am or I was because it, it's almost seen as like it's taking time away from her, like me with her. Um, So. I've kind of I've kind of uh, I'm, I'm getting to a point where I'm going to ho- jump over this video game thing and uh, and try to get her interested in, 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 in a backwards fashion. I've been looking at books for for kids uh, that uh, introduce them into programming. And thus far, I came across uh, Scratch. I, I have a, a book that was given to me like uh, Scratch for kids. It's of the uh, uh, of the uh, for dummy or uh, yeah, for dummy series. Mm-hmm. And I, I liked like, OK, cool. The Scratch was made by, uh, you know, group at MIT. That's great research college. And um, as I'm looking at this book, it, it shows, you know, here's how you would, uh, you know, design a character. Um, uh, it's 2D, of course. And then this is how you would animate a character. And then this is how you program a character. And I just I want to jump straight to the programming thing. So. I, I know she we we're not tossing out video games altogether. I'll still keep introducing her to Mario. Um, but I wanted to do it in a healthy fashion where it's uh this this is more of a reward thing. Uh please do your homework first. <laughs> Sorry, that, that went on for much longer right. than I expected it I, to. But that that that's my thoughts. It's fine. That that's a great answer. Just just because I, I like that you brought up like World of Warcraft that like it's I, I, I hate to use like the addictive like uh words because that's kind of thrown around and like news media is just kind of like a bad thing for video games but Mm -hmm. i would hate to be honest like just as me personally like i would hate to have a kid like growing up like today with like all the microtransaction games and just the addictive nature (laughs) of like Fortnite and like destiny it's just like i like i hear like horror stories like all the time like like of like kids stealing like their parents credit card to buy like v bucks and it's just like like if you think about it like oh, world of warcraft was like like the originator for like all that so it's oh, like right because the monthly access yeah monthly access and just like could you buy like costumes or something i don't know i didn't i think it. that that there was a, there was a side business uh like on ebay you could do you'd uh you'd pay for like somebody was putting up their 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 sword and they, or a certain amount of gold like in game and you'd buy it on ebay and then you'd find them uh, online and be able to make the the real exchange and so i think i i think um it, you know, those microtransactions were born of that and, and that like oh wait a minute there's this entire business that's happening on the side here we're not getting a cut of this it's all ebay and paypal and so then yeah i i think you are right that that was kind of the originator in that yeah i, I admire you for like teaching yale like the like like kind of in- introducing her slowly into like programming just because like you have a programming background and like I was always bad at programming but like when I took like the, my one class of, like in college like mm-hmm. I was like I I realized that this is useful just because the way <laughs> the way computers are entering our society like so like so much now everyone's going to need to learn how to like talk like talk to a computer and like and communicate with it Cause like eventually like we're going to be driving cars and it's like, and we're going to need to need to know like how, like say like if you, like we all own Teslas one of these days, not saying Mm -hmm. that we want to own a Tesla. There's a a lot of Teslas in Reno because there's uh, the battery uh, manufacturing plant is, is is just outside of Reno. So, oh wow. Uh, Yeah. But that was a big business boon for Nevada. Yeah. Like if, like if everyone owns a Tesla one of these days and it breaks down, like, like you won't like if we didn't know programming like we we wouldn't really know like like how to fix it so it's like i i find programmers like i admire programmers just because i can't do it myself so it's like oh yeah it it takes it takes a special type of person to become a professional programmer and i'm uh i i am uh, i'm not at that level (laughs) um so I, i guess yeah i I admire like many of the different engineering uh, fields. Like 
I've explained in one live stream, like there's there's software, firmware, hardware, mechanical, and then electrical engineers. And um, at the high end of that, I, I put electrical engineers in in high regard because, and this is my line, you know, I'm a software engineer. I got a computer in front of me. You have to pr- figure out how God made things mm-hmm. as electrical engineers. <laughs> right. <laughs> I, I, I know I had a, another thought about this, but yeah, um, programming. Yeah, it, I could talk for a long time about this because it, it is my profession. I In my current job, I'm more of a tester because I'm not that that upper echelon of of programmers and I'm okay with that. But I, I feel that um, mathematics gets uh, put down a whole lot um, in that you're never going to use this stuff. Like yeah, you're learning this algebra, like so we've got to solve for, for X here or in geometry, like, oh, here's the slope intercept formula. And then it, the line is thrown around a lot. Like, when are we ever going to use this? And I remember Drew Barrymore. This, this is going to age me a lot. Drew Barrymore <laughs> was uh, in a movie called uh, Never Been Kissed. I believe that's what it was. But it was her going to high school, going back to high school, and basically as a plant and like reporting as a reporter. And uh, on the Tonight Show, really aging myself here, where <laughs> just like um, she was uh, being interviewed by uh, Jay Leno, and she she talked about in the school. They had to go to a real school and have real students as actors. And then she she had to basically bite a lip and to not tell to stop herself from telling everybody like you're never going to use this mathematics. And I was kind of offended by that that answer. But I don't remember. I, I had no inkling of why, because I remember trying to use mathematics when uh, say that you're supposed to get this a certain percentage off. Like, oh, OK, well, what would that equate to? What what I'm building to here is mathematics is just a it's a tool set and it exercises your brain. Programming is the most abstract you can you can get uh, in in um, in thought in the thought process. And I've been mathematics feeds into that. When are you ever going to use, um, you know, this formula to figure out the volume of a lake you do in calculus? Well, I have never personally done that. but it gets you into different ways of thinking, better problem solving, because that's what engineers are. They are problem solvers. Like uh, you can break it down to the most minor thing of like an, in, a software engineer has to uh, put a feature into some enterprise level program that they're putting together. Well, OK, the problem is this doesn't exist and we need to make it exist and we have to make sure it works. Mathematics, I, I, I feel, is the, is the predecessor to all engineering. And being everybody being a better problem solver uh, would make this place a lot better. Right. Critical thought, critical thinking is what I'm talking about. Right. Uh, I think like what you hit the nail right on the head there, especially with like just critical thinking and just like how we need engineers. And I think 2020 and especially 2021 with that, the vaccine rollout like mm-hmm. that is like just that proves it proves your like what you just said that engineers are important just because like all these engineers, scientists, mathematicians got together, they dropped all their like differences and got to like, got together to create like a vaccine for mm-hmm. this new virus. And I'm like, I, I kind of wish like, we, I don't want to get political here, but I, oh, I wish uh, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to trap <laughs> myself from edging into that also, but uh, Hey, go ahead. Well, it's <laughs> it, like, I won't get political, but I, I just wish well, I'm just glad that we have leadership now that appreciates scientists and appreciates engineers and it's giving them a voice. And I, yeah. I guess that's all I'll, I'll say there. And my response to that is, yes, I agree. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I stopped like there's there's many times in my life where I stopped listening to news. Like I remember um, my my parents would watch uh, like evening news and it was just like it's all just sad stuff. So. And one of the things I heard during 2020, uh, I won't mention the outlet in, in which I, I heard it, but it was it was like an anti-science movement. And I'm like, what the why? <laughs> Who, who's pushing this forward? As in like, OK, we feel that we're not included in science. So science is wrong or that, um, you know, uh, science doesn't agree with what I'm saying. So that's wrong. And one of the things about science is this is a. I'll extrapolate this a little bit further back that Sarah was talking about, like how somebody was hit by a, a self-driving car and that person had died. And, and, and that, of course, that's that's terrible. And so she says, like, I, I think self-driving cars is wrong. That they should stop trying to do that. And it's just like we should stop trying to do things because they're hard. 
or because there's there's obstacles in the way. And so I, I said to her, like, you can't stop self-driving cars. It's going to happen. So and then then she got an argument like, but self-driving cars can actually hurt people. It's, it has happened. And I said, OK, well, you know, shut down prisons because you could send somebody away who's innocent. And then she we were in a restaurant at that point and she just basically got up and left. And so I was left with, you know, mother-in-law and uh, and uh, and uh, Yale. And so what I was explaining to my mother-in-law is that like, well, what you have to understand about science, science has no ego. Science has input and output. And so if you inf- put your own ego into it, you're doing it wrong. That's not the scientific process. And so, I mean, that's, I'm so happy that I'm actually in an engineering f- uh, field. I sort of fell into this uh, video games drove me into critical thinking. And so, uh, you know, I just wish you could do that for everybody. But, you know, some people are just going to play Destiny. <laughs> right. Exactly. Well, we've been going about an hour. Uh, oh, yeah. I don't want I I to take, take like all your, your, your time up. But this has been like a really great conversation. Oh, uh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I am so happy I get to all of these things. I said I have this thought and I don't want to voice it to, to anybody or it's not going to go into a video because it's not interesting. But, yeah, I. I talking here about like uh video games uh and and science and the 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 intertwining of them it's it's been really great talking to you yeah for sure like i like i started this podcast like again like uh during uh during the pandemic because i was kind of just trapped trapped at home and i didn't know Mm -hmm. what to do so like my goal is to just kind of get as many people on this on this podcast and just have an open conversation with with someone because just because like 2020, uh, uh, like I think it proved that we 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 need to have more conversations with people that we with people that have knowledge that we don't have, and then we pass along knowledge that that uh, that they don't have uh, to them. If, if that I, makes sense. I I totally get you there, and like I could I could keep going because I what do I have planned for this Saturday? Well, uh, my wife and I were gonna make uh, we have to do the uh, preparation work for our Super Bowl snacks, so you know. Uh, even I, a uh, person who appreciates science, uh, can appreciate also, you know, dumbing yourself out and watching Super Bowl ads and, yeah, and getting fat at the same time. <laughs> yeah, I know. I got to I got to do that, too, and pre- prepare like my Super Bowl snacks. And like, it's the one football game I watch a year. So it's like, I might as well just like join the rest of the masses. It's a, there's there's something about especially being trapped inside, just kind of just joining in on like what everyone else is doing. And just kind of like enjoying it together. I think that's, I, I think that's kind of like all, it's always been a good experience. Yeah, uh, and and, and uh, we got we got to make love grow. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, exactly yeah. <laughs> having having a, a fun time with with my family that that that's some good stuff. So I I and like I said, I could keep going. We, we there's more subjects we we could spin off into. But I, I just want to thank you for inviting me over. It's been great talking to. Uh, well, I I hate to call people fans because that will be like inflated my own ego but oh heck i'll just say it. Uh, it's been great talking to an old fan yeah for sure like i've i've always been a fan of you and like i'll despite the youtube algorithm like i'll find your videos like i'll link to uh link to your page on like my google chrome bookmarks and I'll oh, just cool. keep checking in uh <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah i i post irregularly so that's that's the one case where you should subscribe is if somebody uploads irregularly but then but that all goes through gets thrown away because I don't think my subscribers are even finding my stuff. So, <laughs> yeah. but um, where where can people find you on the internet, Storm? Just I mean, I've given up on on most social media, so uh, I, I I know that's not a great answer. But um, my main place is just YouTube. I I I only do that. I have a Patreon page, just like everybody else. And but it's but I I come to the conclusion, you know, a while ago that you know. I started this thing. It'd be great if I if I could get paid for it. It'd be great if it was my job. But hey, don't hold your breath on the on this. <laughs> that's 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 you got to be struck by lightning to to get this as your job. Um, so the Patreon is just one dollar uh, to get early access to my videos. Um, and hey, I ain't doing it to, to get rich, but it it really has helped with this uh, this uptick in production. So uh, YouTube Storm Dane Productions, that's me. 
uh, Storm Dane on Twitter. And my Twitter basically just serves as a secondary source to uh, remind you of, hey, doing this video has been uploaded or, hey, this is a, a, a live stream I'm doing. Live streams are a lot of fun. Um, I just, just play for hours and hours and hours and uh, have people drop off because they're tired. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, I did I beat think- Goldeneye last night. Yes. I think that's what I enjoy about live streams in general, just because like it's it, like I like I said earlier, uh, like uh, in the pod, like we like I, I just kind of check in and be like, hey, Storm, what's up? And you're like, hey. And then I just kind of like tab out kind of doing doing other things. And it's just like I, I think I just enjoy like like that voice, like in the background, which is yeah. just, which is uh, what I, I do with podcasts, too. So. I couldn't imagine like being like like my my main uh, source of media being live streams because I I'm I much more uh, in the line of thought of like let, let's write something down let's let's uh, think about it let's let's try to put jokes in here somehow and make them intelligent not just if you, I I can't be spur of the moment funny uh, and uh, let's put a product together that's polished and put it out with spelling mistakes <laughs> yeah yeah for sure we forgot, that, that's that's my my that. patron. My Patreon group, I call the Elite Spellcheck Team. <laughs> <laughs> right, uh, but yeah, I highly recommend people to like. It, there's, there's no reason to subscribe at one dollar a month for to Storm Dane Productions. It's like that. Like, it, w- what are you doing? That's that's what I have to say. That's <laughs> like, that's my pitch. <laughs> it sounds like, great. You can't even say like, "Oh, that's a Starbucks coffee." It's like that's a Starbucks coffee <laughs> every week. <laughs> no, it's kidding. No, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, this podcast has been edited by Abdul. Uh, you can find his services on Fiverr.com. And uh, anyways, my name is Marley Silverbrand. Thank you, Storm, for joining me for this. Thank uh, you once again. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. No, no problem. And we'll we'll see you later. <laughs>